0: Be warned prior to entry. Filmic feelings may contain spoilers to any of the films listed in the description. Please check before you proceed. Thank you very much.
1: Happy holidays, lovely listeners, and welcome to another episode of Filmic Feelings. Yes! Yeah! Still not Christmas-themed. Come on, Cooper. You did a whole episode with oh, the Apple wait. last week where it should have been Christmas-themed.
0: Oh, 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 Gosh, oh. Merry Christmas.
1: I apologise for the loudness of my brother. It's, it's excessive, I know.
0: Hey, why don't you turn me down then? I well, am. I'd prefer you if you didn't, but, you know. Don't worry. Do it before the show so I don't know.
1: Happily, I will... To, I mean, I I'd, ideally I'll turn you off, but anyway.
0: How dare you? Uh-huh. Actually, I'll do it for you. Don't worry.
1: Anyway, welcome, lovely listeners, to uh, our chat about Christmas films. This was actually meant to come out last week, um, but due to some changes in our schedule, it's coming out this week and there'll actually be more filmic feelings next week as we talk about our wrap-up of the... Uh, of December, and then probably the the week after that, there'll probably be a double feature. Basically, we've got a, a number of filmics that we've got to do in the next couple of weeks talking about our favourite movies of the year, our yeah. least favourite movies of the year, all that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, basically, we're not having a break for Christmas. We're going to continue on
1: whilst Christmas is going. Exactly.
0: Exactly.
1: So, Cooper, today we are talking about our favourite Christmas movies. So, how about we do it like this? There is a lot of crossover in our lists. So how about we go over our top five Christmas films that we've selected and then have a discussion about each of them? Well, yes. And where the crossovers are, we can talk about them in a bit more detail and we can both contribute to that discussion and and specifically why we like that film. And then when it's, you know, one of us has it and the other doesn't, we can talk a bit differently but i mean looking at our lists i think it's literally 4 out of 5 are on both of our lists we really should have diversified these a bit more but you know it gives us the chance but to talk so it shows that we
0: have we have we are men of many tastes
1: well no it shows that we're men of the same tastes because we've lived on good the same roof for though. all of these years good year. taste oh these definitely are good, good films tastes. All right, Cooper, begin. Tell us your five films. So you want me to touch on all five first? Yeah, so just say what they are and then we'll go back and we'll talk about them.
0: So number one is a classic Elf with Will Ferrell.
1: Yes, an absolute classic and the beginning well, of John Favreau's career, very early oh, part. We might have to talk about it in a minute because yes, I didn't will. even know that. Well, there you go. Uh,
0: second off, one of probably the most famous films Ever. A Could highly, you say that?
1: A highly disputed Christmas film.
0: Die Hard, one. Mm. Followed by, this one's a series of films because it's two. Yeah. The Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell. Yes. Then we also have one of my new favourites, Violent Night.
1: Yes, as of last year, one of our new favourite Christmas films.
0: And then one which I used to watch alongside Elf constantly as a kid, Mickey's Once and Twice Upon a Christmas.
1: Wonderful. Fantastic. All right. So those are your five. Now, my five are pretty much identical to Coopers. I have Elf. I have Die Hard. I have Violent Night. I don't have The Christmas Chronicle. We'll get back to that in a minute. And I also have Mickey's Once and Twice Upon a Christmas. What I have in place of the Christmas Chronicle series is something much more uh, nostalgic for me, which is a 2003 film called Eloise at Christmas Time. It is probably it's right up there. It's in my top 3 Christmas films of all time. I love this film, but I'll talk about that well, a little later on. Same
0: pretty much same time as Buddy the Elf.
1: Yeah, same year as Elf. Or is Elf 2004? They're mm. right around the same time. I think Elf was 2003.
0: 2003. It was either three or four. I couldn't no, remember it, off I'm the top of my head. Literally yes, right now there. I know it's, 2000 it's 2003.
1: 2003. They literally released a week after one another.
0: Wow. There you okay, go. Okay, so let's start talking about
1: Elf, shall we? Well, let's begin. So...
0: Ironically, I actually saw Elf on the TV the other day.
1: Yes, it always gets plenty of airtime these days once the and I saw the, the Christmas DVD. season begins. So, I believe I'm right in saying it was John Favreau's first film. Yeah, but I'm just gonna confirm while that. you
0: watch that. When I was really young, this used to be a film we'd watch religiously every single year because mm. we love this film. This film, it's a classic.
1: It is a classic. It's definitely um, right up there.
0: And, you know, 10 years on, I mm. still love it as much as I did when I was three years old.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: Because it's just a fun film.
1: Like, it's, it's a beautiful film. It's a really heartwarming film. It's funny. It's got great jokes, amazing performances. It's just a really spectacular beginning-to-end piece. Yeah, and it's absolutely hilarious. Like,
0: you think of all the funny bits they have in there, him going round the roly door.
1: Yeah, Will Ferrell just, and again, I don't know how early this was in his career. I'm good. So for Jon Favreau, this was his first... Major motion picture. He made a film that he and Vince Vaughn starred in two years before, called Made. But this was really where he hit the mainstream, and of course, now we know him from the Iron Man films. He started Mandalorian
0: stuff. Yes, he does. I was getting there. Well, I beat you to it.
1: Well, good for you. (laughs) I'm not bothered.
0: I'm not even bothered.
1: So let's just see. Let's go back through the God, long he's done a lot. career of Will Ferrell. God, so he'd done, he done a lot of little roles construction worker, man at meeting, roommate from hell. He was in, he had a small role in Austin Powers. I think that's the second Hercules. one yeah he was a small role in Hercules. He was back again in the next an interesting name film yes that's oh that one
0: yeah interesting name
1: but this was he'd been in stuff for for a number of years leading up to this, but I feel that i I'm not wrong in saying that this would be his big break where he really broke, and i look who I've just found, so he did a series called The Guardian, look who was in the Guardian.
0: Ah, the mentalist himself.
1: Friend of the show who does not yet know the show exists, Simon Baker.
0: Friend of the show, not actually. Actually, he would know the show. He can read our minds. He'd know the show exists.
1: Oh, that's true. He is a mentalist. He knows.
0: He just ignores us. Maybe he thinks we're Red John. Maybe. Very possible.
1: But, uh, yeah, I've... There's there's not really much else to say about Elf. I mean, everyone knows Elf. Everyone knows. Apart from the people that don't know Elf. And those people just aren't worth knowing, really. <laughs> um, I mean, fair, So Soz, actually. if that's you, but, like, also just go watch the movie. It's not that difficult. It's Christmas time. There
0: you go. It's on every single TV station for miles. It's on every single streaming service. It's in every store on a DVD. It's everywhere. It is literally. You don't everywhere.
1: have to go very far. I
0: don't think you'll miss it.
1: You don't have to go very far to find it, particularly at this time of year. It's on everywhere. So literally, that's Elf. That that's Elf. That's Elf. Then we've got Die Hard, which is a controversial pick as a Christmas film. Now, because it's had not this really a Christmas film. I had this conversation with somebody the other day, where they had a moment of vulnerability where they expressed their their love of Die Hard and, and Gremlins, which is one of my honourable mentions, but we'll get there later. But Die Hard and Gremlins as Christmas films. And a lot of people, including Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis has said that Die Hard is not a Christmas film. And Bruce, I know you're not listening to this and his health's not, not bad, so I don't want to speak ill of him, but also... You don't know what the hell you're talking about, Chris. Chris. Chris? Who am I even talking about? (laughs) What am I reading? Oh, I'm reading on the screen. There's a Chris. Anyway.
0: (gasps) Where's Chris? I don't even
1: see Chris. It's fine. It's down the bottom here. Anyway. Why are you now reading this to try and catch me out? I
0: can't see a Chris. Well,
1: you're bloody blind. Anyway.
0: At least I'm not getting his name wrong.
1: Well, you know, I don't know what to say to that. Anyway. (laughs) You've got no comeback. Bruce argues that Die Hard is not a Christmas film. I argue that Die Hard is a Christmas film because I think if a film is set around the Christmas period... And tunes into the themes of Christmas, i.e. family, togetherness, all of these kind of things. And uses the setting of Christmas. You know, we saw a film recently, which we'll talk about next week, which markets itself as a Christmas film. That I think is not a Christmas film, even though Die Hard never marketed itself as a Christmas film. But I would argue is a Christmas film. Yeah, I mean,
0: we watched it. When did I first watch Die Hard? It was, oh my God, that that was two years ago at Christmas time. Yeah. Literally pretty much two years ago.
1: If you haven't had the opportunity to watch Die Hards at some time throughout the year, you watch it on Christmas or around Christmas.
0: And that's only the first one and that's only if you're of an age to watch Die Hard.
1: Well, of course, yes.
0: So what are we thinking? Three-year-olds? I think that, so. Is that the perfect age? Yeah, why not?
1: I mean, mentally, you're pretty much at, at three or four. So. Uh,
0: exactly, exactly. Yeah. So are you as well. So no. so's literally everybody. Everybody's got that young person in them. Right. Actually, no, you don't because you're bloody
1: boring. Rude.
0: <laughs> well, you anyway. brought it on y- upon yourself.
1: Right, if you say so. Right, right. So anyway... Die Hard, I, I argue vehemently that it is a Christmas film and that it fits all of the necessary classifications to be a Christmas film. Um, it has one of the greatest villains of a film of all time, Alan Rickman, as Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. And is the Die
0: Hard Tower an
1: actual building? Yeah, Nakatomi Plaza. They went there in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. R.I.P. Andre Brower.
0: Yes. So is it just like what is the building nowadays? Is it used for anything? Is it like a tours building? Why is it called Fox Plaza?
1: (laughs) No, 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 no. Oh, Ronald Reagan had his offices on the building for many years. Because in Brooklyn well, Nine Nine. Now, now it's owned by Twentieth Century Fox, some of the levels.
0: Because remember how in Brooklyn Nine Nine when they go in there it's just a construction site? Yeah. Like, is that what it is in there, or is it like a tour place where diehard fans can tour the building? I don't know. Or at least part of it.
1: I don't think so. Anyway.
0: Intercontinental hotel pool across the street. We must go there,
1: right? Anyway, um, yeah, love Die Hard. Great Christmas film, I think it's fantastic. Great Christmas, not Christmas film. It's a Christmas film. Let's it's all about let's, we John McClain. Stop stepping on cables.
0: Well, you put the cables always where my feet are.
1: Um, what
0: was I gonna say? Let's just cater to every audience and no, even though I refuse it refused to cater to
1: other audiences. Die Hard also, is a Christmas film.
0: Now that it's you, a Christmas n- now film. Now that you've said that, now you've started another feud with another actor. I don't care. Even more famous. First Josh Cusack and, and now Bruce Willis.
1: Bruce Willis God, is we're retired. Gonna get
0: bloody cancelled here. Bruce
1: Willis is retired.
0: He may be retired, but that means he has more time to deal with us and getting us cancelled.
1: No, he doesn't, Cooper. He's got a medical condition. Well, He's not even on social media. Anyway, Die Hard is a Christmas film. Die Hard is a Christmas film. It is set at Christmas. The whole thing is set at a Christmas party where John McClane is trying to win his wife back on Christmas. By holding two
0: massive machine guns.
1: At one point, he writes on a dead body, ho, 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 expletive. Ho, ho, ho. That's it. So, Die Hard is a Christmas film. I thought that was Samuel L.
0: Jackson's line. Mm. Or is that the Merry Christmas one? Or is that also Bruce Willis?
1: I don't know. Samuel L. Jackson does have a very strong hold on that particular swear word, but I don't know specifically what he said and when. But yeah, Die Hard. It's a great Christmas film. Next, let's talk, I mean, we're already talking violent Christmas films. We may as well keep the streak going. Violent Night. Whoa, 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 whoa. What the hell was that? Whoa, 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 whoa. You sound Do like we one that? of those awful horns at a goddamn <laughs> soccer game.
0: Where? Where's the horn button on here?
1: <laughs> Do we have oh. Oh.
0: And we after go. the fail of that,
1: rude. Anyway, no, I no, said after the fail of that because it was awkward. So, Violent Night released last year. It was made by a former graduate of my old film school, Tommy Wakola, And it is a spectacular Christmas film. It's amazing. I love it. I love everything about it. This is more of a Christmas film than Die Hard. Well, yes, but that's because it's got Santa in it. Like... Obviously. Viking Santa. Viking Santa, yes. It has David Harbour playing Santa. Um, it features an all-star cast of people who you look at and go, I know that person, but I don't know where from. Um, you've got John Leguizamo. You've got Beverly D'Angelo. You've got Alex Hassel, Cam Gigandet, Alexis Louder, Brendan Fletcher, all of these humans who... You may have seen in other things and now they're in this thing and they're killing each other and it's great. I love this movie. I really, really love this movie. Exactly. <laughs> what? You're such a teenager. You've got nothing else to say.
0: I mean, what is? what else is there to say? It's a great film. Well, why do you like it? Because it's violent. It's fun. People get destroyed. It's got some great actors in it.
1: Well, there you go. That's better than just sitting there going, yeah, it's good.
0: God.
1: You're so dull.
0: I'm sorry. Coming from the dull person in this group.
1: Well, at least I can articulate myself and... Get people interested. If we left the reviews to you, people would never watch these films. Would be interested? No.
0: Yes, they would. You do a three, literally a three-second review of,
1: uh, it's all right. And people go to watch that
0: on that. No, nobody wants to watch a half an hour review of someone going. And it has this film technique and this film technique. I'm not asking you to talk about film
1: techniques. I'm asking you to, like, care for a minute about this, like, audio-driven show we're doing and talk. No, talking's
0: for lame people. Then
1: why do you (laughs) want to do a podcast? I don't know. Welcome to Christmas, everybody. This is what it's like in our household around Christmas.
0: No, this is our version of Thanksgiving.
1: No, it's not.
0: This is our version of Thanksgiving, just family yelling at each other.
1: That's just Christmas.
0: And Thanksgiving.
1: But yeah, it's got great action. David Harbour plays a really interesting version of Santa who's very disillusioned with the whole Christmas time philosophy because now everyone just wants phones and video games and all of this stuff that he doesn't understand. No one really wants toys anymore. He's a Viking. Well, yes, and we find out throughout the film that actually before he became St. Nicholas, um, he was a Viking who fought, uh, he was Nickerman the Red. He was the Viking
0: that gave everybody presents as they were fighting.
1: And his presents were... The, the destruction hammer. of their skulls with his hammer Skull Crusher. I so, would
0: like a hammer named Skull Crusher for
1: Christmas. Well, ask David Harbour if he's happy to give you Skull Crusher for Christmas.
0: Declan, can we get David Harbour on the phone, please? Chop, chop.
1: And while Declan gets into that, Cooper, please try and give us more than three words about... Uh. Oh, we've still got – okay, we've still got one more of the four that we share in common. Mickey's Once and Twice Upon a Christmas. Yeah. So the first one, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, came out in 99 and is largely all – it's all 2D. And then when you get to Twice Upon a Christmas, which came out I think in 2002 – Twice Upon a Christmas. No, 2004. So there was five years between these two films. Uh, when you get to Twice Upon a Christmas, it's all 3D animated. Um, or mostly 3D animated. Is there some that's not? No, that's from Once Upon a Christmas. This is all very confusing. Anyway. I'm
0: trying to remember. I don't even remember if it was. Yeah, it was definitely in Once and Twice Upon a Christmas. Which one was it where the three little kid ducks went to the North Pole?
1: Do you remember that one? Yeah, that's Twice Upon a Christmas. I might go back and watch these for Christmas. I think that's a great idea. They are on Disney+. Plus. Um, yeah, you get a lot of really beautiful moments in these films. Uh, you also get a lot of just like the, the Mickey stuff you expect. You know, Donald's being grumpy and angry and... You know, the Huey Dewey and Louie are causing absolute chaos all throughout the place. Uh, you get a bit of a goofy movie crossover with Max, Goofy's son, who comes home for Christmas and, you know, is a teenager, and who would know anything about that? Shut up! <laughs> Anyway, he's a moody teenager who doesn't want to spend time with his family. Who would have thought? And
0: uh, uh, hang on a minute. You're the one who spends the least amount of time with us.
1: But, yeah, whether you're looking for more of the 2D animated style, I mean, both across the two films, you get all of these really fantastic stories of... um conflict and resolution at christmas you know they don't shy away from they they don't make it all happy and sunshiny i think that's a brilliant thing about the way that mickey stories are told generally um or at least how they were told in this kind of period in time is it's not just about um everyone being happy and in love and doing everything right it's things go wrong but they persevere and they forgive and they, you know, move forward um, together and love one another in spite of the things that go wrong, which is pretty beautiful. Now I'll throw over to my teenage correspondent for his input.
0: Why do I even do this show with him? I just ask myself that question every single day. Well, you know. Um... I haven't watched these films in a very, very long time. Uh Uh-huh. But I can remember a lot about them because they were my favorite for many years. Right. When I was a wee little boy.
1: When you were a wee little lad.
0: When my head... In the
1: words of... What's his name? Scrooge. Scrooge McDuck.
0: Yeah, I could literally... The table that we're sitting at now... I could stand up tall and not hit my head on the top of the table. No, you couldn't. I probably could have. I doubt it. When I was a baby.
1: No, you were a very tall baby.
0: Um, Yeah, that's because I'm tall.
1: I'm taller than you. Not yet. I am. Anyway, we're not talking about how short you are we're talking I'm about I'm tall. We're talking about these films.
0: So bloody jealous. Anyway. I'm not jealous about anything. <laughs> the way you said that. I'm not jealous about anything. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just not. Nah. Uh what was I saying before I was rudely interrupted? But yeah, I haven't watched these in a very long time, and I'm definitely going to go back and watch them this year. Yep. Because I like these films. Because I remember, I think it was twice upon a Christmas, the three little kid ducks go to the North Pole, to
1: Santa's workshop. Yes, they ship themselves to the North Pole.
0: Goofy's son arrives home. Yes. And... Oh, maybe, no, that's maybe once upon a Christmas because also in the no, same line. No, twice
1: upon a Christmas, Goofy son comes home.
0: And is it once upon a Christmas when um the dog runs away? God, I've even forgotten the dog's name.
1: Pluto. Pluto. No, Pluto runs away in <laughs> twice upon a Christmas.
0: Because then was it? Then Once Upon a Christmas when Donald, Daisy and the three kid ducks were walking around. uh, No, it is Once Upon a Christmas where the dog goes.
1: Yeah, because there, there's the reindeer that Pluto trains with.
0: Yeah, so it's just really fascinating stuff and there's many storylines that happen in both films. Exactly. Like you have, I think more than six different types of story going on as the show goes on or the movie. Yeah. And I really like these films. Uh, How long has it been since I watched them? Probably at least five years. Wow.
1: See, I feel like it can't be that long because I feel like I've only watched them in more recent years than that.
0: Yeah, but I don't think I watched them.
1: Right. I mean, these were I mean, nineteen ninety nine is, is when I was born. So, I mean, these have been these two movies have been in my life. The first one for pretty much all my life and the second one for most of my life. So, I mean God, they are ancient. But um You know Do you reckon they've aged well though? I think so. As I said, I really like how you know, I can't speak for modern Disney programming with their Mickey stuff, but I really like in these I haven't films. I've seen mod- modern Disney stuff. Well, you've seen more modern Disney stuff than I have because you've watched a lot of the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and Road to Races and
0: well, stuff. Well, the last thing that I saw was Roads to Races, and that was that was probably 5 years ago.
1: Yeah. What I really love about these ones is that they I I feel like nowadays it's only in your like your bluey type shows where you actually get to see conflict dealt with in a healthy way and in this, it's not always the most healthy way that they depict it but they do depict conflict and resolution and they depict, you know, these, these people experiencing, well, not people but you know what I mean, it's it's these animals characters, with human qualities, anthropomorphic animals. It's or these, just
0: animals with human qualities.
1: That's literally what anthropomorphic means.
0: Yes, but can we make it easy for the audience,
1: please? Goodness gracious me, go on. It's it's these characters going through human struggles and human conflict and overcoming it and finding love for one another in spite of that, which then helps give children a framework to find that in their own lives. I feel. Yeah.
0: I love these films, so, you know. And with that,
1: we'll go on to... And on
0: that bombshell.
1: Wasn't really a bombshell. Cooper, tell us about the Christmas Chronicle series.
0: So, the Christmas Chronicle series. There are two films in this series. The Christmas Chronicles twenty eighteen and twenty 2020 twenty or twenty
1: twenty one. Something like that. Let me look it up.
0: The first one was twenty eighteen. The second one was twenty 2020
1: twenty or twenty twenty one. Oh, now he's yawning on cat, on Mike.
0: Because I'm tired of you. Um. Twenty
1: twenty.
0: And 2020
1: and... 2018.
0: Yeah, so... I think these films are quite good. We've got Kurt Russell as Santa.
1: Yeah. Who, I mean, Kurt Russell is
0: just unbelievable.
1: I mean, how good does he look with that big white beard and the long white hair?
0: Yeah, Kurt Russell, I think you need to adopt that look in real life. I do really
1: like it. I mean, he's got... At the moment, he's got the long white hair. Has he? Yeah, well, long—not quite as long as Isn't it voluminous like as this. But almost a
0: bit like his hair. Almost reminds me a bit like James May. That sort of
1: shorter, curly, white hair. A little bit, but this—this this is what he's looking like at the minute. He's got the kind of longer, longer hair, a bit like me, honestly.
0: Yeah, yeah, long grey hair.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because you've
0: got grey hair.
1: Yeah, um, I, I, I got that. You didn't need to, like, spell that out, you know. Well, I don't know obvious. if the audience
0: got that. Someone in the audience might not have gotten it.
1: Right, if you say so. Anyway. Also,
0: if you got it, then speak like you got it, not just, uh,
1: sure. Uh You're really throwing shade at me uh. for being <laughs> disinterested. <laughs> You haven't actually said much about the film yet other than you like Kurt Russell. Tell us more.
0: Well, I mean, that's most of the film, really, you know, just Kurt Russell being Kurt Russell. Well, that's and the isn't that the
1: first film.
0: Fair. The second film,
1: isn't not quite.
0: Also, isn't that his actual wife who plays Mrs.
1: Mrs. Claus, yes, that is Goldie Horn, who is um, Kurt Russell's real-life...
0: Yeah, partner. So
1: I don't know if they're married.
0: They're not married.
1: I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think they are.
0: Unless they got married in the last year, they're not married.
1: Yeah. No, partner.
0: Where does it say partner?
1: Right there. Hmm.
0: Yeah. See, they're not. They're not married.
1: No, they're not.
0: But. Yeah, so she's Mrs. Claus. Mm-hmm. And then we've got, well, in the second one, we get a uh, Fast and Furious boy, Tyrese. That's his name, isn't oh, it? Oh,
1: yeah, I forgot he's in this.
0: I thought that's what you're alluding to, Tyrese no, Gibson.
1: I was thinking of Julian Dennison, Is who sh- plays Belsnickel. In or what? Belsnickel. In Christmas Chronicles 2. Oh, my gosh. Malcolm McDowell's in this movie. Did we know that? Now, let me guess what he's from. No. You know what he's from. He is Brett Stiles. Correct.
0: There we go.
1: I didn't realize he was in this film.
0: Well, you paid attention watching this, didn't you?
1: Did you know he was in this film?
0: I didn't know him until the mentalist, so I wouldn't have recognized him.
1: Oh right. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's why I don't recognise him because he's one of the elves.
0: But you could recognise his voice. Sure, but I haven't watched in a do long not, time. Do not just hear when you listen to that voice, Patrick. How may I help you?
1: God, you sound like you've been <laughs> smoking that many packs a day. <laughs> Ease it up on the smokes, Cooper. Goodness. Apologies, (laughs) listeners. Uh. My brother's got emphysema. (laughs) Brought on by habitual durry smoking. If you keep saying that I smoke, people are
0: going to actually think that I'm a smoker.
1: I've only just said you're a smoker.
0: You've alluded to it before.
1: No, No, what I've alluded to before is something the audience already knows, which is you do drugs.
0: I don't do drugs, though. That's supposed to be on the line.
1: Uh-huh. He just told you he does drugs. He's gonna I'm joking. So much, he's going to be in so much trouble with mom.
0: Is I'm joking. in so much
1: trouble. Uh, can, can I get another one, please? Oh, my
0: goodness. <laughs> See, this is why I'm not a druggie. I can't even impersonate them. Anyway, this episode has gone off the rails. Thanks to Bailey, who is this now episode, yawning and falling asleep.
1: Yeah, because we're in your section of the show now and it's boring me to death. Um, I'm just not
0: coming out with anything after that.
1: Fair. I'm glad you agree. Um. Oh, no. He light me tap- lightly tapped me on the arm. He slightly harder tapped me on the arm. Anyway, is that all you have to say about the Christmas Chronicle series, Cooper? Uh, Nope. Okay, keep going. (laughs) Sorry, give him a moment. He's (laughs) dying.
0: Oh, what's happened today? What's happened with this
1: podcast? Who knows?
0: It's because you're here.
1: You've... Come on. The air down. Do you have anything else to say?
0: Uh, So, well, the movie's based around the two children, isn't it, technically?
1: Yes. Whose names are...
0: Whose names are names. It'd uh, be helpful if you had the cast list
1: up. Well... It'd be helpful if you did your research before, but, you know, it's too much to ask. Well, you only put Teddy, this... Up- Teddy Pierce and Kate Pierce. You put
0: this upon me five minutes ago.
1: Oh, load of... Poop. <laughs> <laughs> load of poop. Poop's not a bad word. You don't need to click that. Come on, keep going. You said you had something to say. <laughs> As I was saying,
0: Jesus, Before this is gone. Before you rudely
1: on. interrupted yourself, <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Kurt Russell sings in prison, and it's great. I forgot about that scene. Yeah, it's great, love it.
0: I was just remembering the car chase scene where he jumps the Hellcat.
1: Oh yes, I do recall that as well.
0: He does recall that as he's yawning. That's how you yawn. Oh, no. Now he's given me the contagious disease. Okay. So I think I'm done with this.
1: Okay. You're done.
0: I mean, for the next one, if they do ever do a next one, they're going to put one of uh, Kurt Russell's son as one of the elves.
1: Oh, Wyatt?
0: Let's hope. Because then it'll be a full family affair, as that new like. movie's called as well.
1: Oh, yeah. That one. Um, I saw I, the ad for I that I thought you were going to say, like, monster, uh, Monarch, Legacy of the Monsters, where um, they are in it together, except never at the same time.
0: And also <laughs> the wife's not in it either.
1: That's true. Anyway, on to my final film of my... Oh, before we do that, we should quickly do... Oh, no, you've just talked about yours. I'll talk about mine, and then we'll do honourable mentions. Uh, my... One of my top three Christmas films is Eloise at Christmas Time. It is based on the book series, the Eloise book series. And it's about this precocious little six-year-old girl named Eloise, who uh lives in like the penthouse suite in this Manhattan hotel. Her family's very rich. Her mother in particular is very rich. But her mother works this kind of mysterious job where she's always away. And so Eloise kind of has the run of the hotel and she has uh, her nanny looking after her. And her nanny is played by Julie Andrews, a.k.a. Mary Poppins, in a spectacular role. Mary
0: Poppins in which Mary Poppins?
1: The original. The original.
0: Who plays Mary Poppins in the modern one? Emily Blunt. Yeah, I had a feeling it was Emily Blunt.
1: So she was Julie Andrews, one. original Mary Poppins, original, uh, not Liesl in The Sound of Music. What am I talking about? No, I'm talking about Maria. Am I?
0: Don't even know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> uh, Maria Von Trapp in The Sound of Music. Maria von Trapp in The Sound of Music. And Julie Andrews is just spectacular in this film. She's so funny. Um, She plays this kind of South London-esque nanny. Like, she's not proper English. She's got kind of a, um, you know, mysterious past and all of these kind of cool things. Um, Sophia, and this is going to be a pronunciation nightmare, Vasileva so as if that's not correct. But Sofia Vasileva plays Eloise. She's spectacular. She plays this really just this girl who doesn't necessarily think she owns the place, but she just knows what she wants and she's going to go after it and she doesn't really care who gets in her way. Um, Some of the people who try and get in her way include Christine Baranski as Prunella Stickler. Uh you've got uh Deborah Monk plays Maggie, Cliff Saunders plays Max, Gavin Creel plays Bill, Sarah Topham plays Rachel Peabody, uh Kenneth Welsh is Sir Wilkes, Jeffrey Tambor is Mr. Salamone, and Corrine Conley is Mrs. Thornton. And um there's a smattering of other folks in, in this film, but uh I just love it. I just really I watched it again. Quite recently. It's a, it's a Disney film, um, like a Disney home cinema type thing. But I don't know. It was on a streaming service for a while, and I don't know if it's still... It's available on Apple TV. I might have to rent this or buy it. I can buy it on I Amazon. I might do that.
0: I don't get the point of renting films, to be honest, because the price difference is...
1: Yeah, you but may it's, as well just buy it. But if you're only going to watch it like the once. Like, I totally agree with you, but it's important to have the option. Um, But, yeah, that's that's kind of all I have to say about this one. It's a great, great little film. For a made-at-home TV movie, it's got some pretty stellar talent in it and it's well-acted, well-put-together. It looks gorgeous. I love it. I love everything about it.
0: So was it ever in a cinema?
1: Nope. Made was it for not made for TV? Really? Yeah. And it is a film. It's like High School Music. It's like the first High School Musical, at least. The High School Musical was a
0: home film. Yeah.
1: Really? Yeah. High School Musical is a Disney Channel original movie. Wasn't until I think three. I don't even think two released in cinemas. I think it was when they got to the third one. They went. These are really popular. We should. Um, Make this a cinema release, and so they did a cinema for release one for one of them, yeah. Well, they probably then have since put all of them in through the cinemas, but well, they probably put
0: one and two through before three came out,
1: maybe, but yeah, originally they were all like High School Musical was a Disney Channel original thing. So, Cooper, you've got two Honourable Mentions. I have a few extras on top of those. So, why don't you – oh, before we go into our Honourable Mentions, we've got to mention uh, one for Mum. Every year she watches this film. Every year we get home from our various Christmas festivities and she says, all right, all of you go off and do whatever. I'm going to sit down and watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, she loves it. She literally what watches it? it every year. It's I think there
0: was one year where she couldn't watch it.
1: Maybe, but pretty much every year that she can watch it, I think it she was because we forced
0: her to watch Die Hard. I don't think so. Rightfully,
1: but it's the the Griswold family. So, I mean, there's another familiar face for us of one of our Christmas films, Beverly D'Angelo plays Ellen Griswold and she also is in Violent Night.
0: Who is she in Violent Night?
1: She's the grandmother.
0: Ah, she's the granny.
1: Yes. So uh, Chevy Chase as Clark Griswold. You've got John Galecki as Russell Griswold and Juliette Lewis as Audrey Griswold. And it's, you know, Clark Griswold going on his... I think Familiar Adventures by this point, I think this was a, a follow-on story from the original National Lampoons. It's the third instalment in the Vacation film series. So you've got National Lampoons Vacation, European Vacation, Christmas Vacation, and then I think they stopped. I think, was Cherry Chase in Vegas Vacation? Oh, he was. Oh, all of them were. Or most of them were. Anyway, uh...
0: So yeah. what you're saying is these films are a bit like Home Alone in that sense.
1: That they just kept going? Yes. But, um, yeah, Mum really loves Christmas Vacation, so we had to mention it. Uh, Wikipedia can't be sold. Right. Well, how about you stop reading that and let's focus on... I
0: wanted to buy Wikipedia. I'm so sorry.
1: Well... You're not buying Wikipedia. What you're doing is you're telling us your honourable mentions.
0: Okay. Goodness. Well, we've just touched on one of them. Ironically, it is Home Alone.
1: Yes, I'm sure many will be surprised that it didn't make the top five. But you know, some some I haven't have watched it be.
0: properly before.
1: I have, and I like it. But you know, once you've watched actual Christmas action. Home Alone is kind of uh, Christmas action horror for beginners, and I very much prefer Violent Night over it. It's still a great film. I mean, it launched Macaulay Culkin.
0: I was about to say, which one do you prefer? Santa crushing people with the skull crusher or someone grabbing a doorknob and their hand being burnt to a crisp?
1: Yeah, or Joe Pesci's head being set on fire.
0: Did that really happen? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Let's get a photo. Joe Pesci, head on fire, Home Alone.
0: Head on fire. That could be a song. There uh, he is. And that's the same guy that got his hand burnt.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: God, his hair's fire, isn't it?
1: Well, luckily he doesn't have much hair, so he. And be look, all right. it looks,
0: the fire pattern looks like it's horns o- on the top of his head, horns right. going to the side like a bull.
1: If you say so. It did. What's What's your other, uh, honourable mention for a Christmas film?
0: My other one <laughs> is another Will Ferrell film and Ryan Reynolds, and it was last year, wasn't it?
1: Yes, yes, it was. Spirited. I'm supr- I I mean, we really enjoyed it. I mean, we ran around the house for days afterwards saying good afternoon to one another because of one of the songs in this. Yeah. I've
0: forgotten what good afternoon meant.
1: God, it's been a long it, time. It was like a, An a rude, a rude thing.
0: Good afternoon. You'd have to use one of these in the modern day.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Good afternoon.
1: Yeah. So those are your two. Yes, I mean,
0: it's Will Farron Ryan Reynolds doing a Christmas film. What else is there
1: to know about it? That's it. I've got four and a half. So I've got Gremlins. Uh, another one like Die Hard that's a bit controversial. I think Gremlins definitely fits the bill of a Christmas film. And I simply won't be argued with about it. Another one is from about 2020 is Fat Man starring Mel Gibson as a kind of grumpy, grumbly Santa, very similar to Violent Night, just not quite the same level of execution. Um, It's basically uh, Santa gives this bad boy uh, a lump of coal and so the boy hires a hitman to go and kill Santa and... That's the start of the film. And then you see where it goes from there. Oh, and also Santa's working with the US military. That's also something that's happening. Uh, It's a wild movie. (laughs) It shouldn't work, but I really like it. Uh, Little Women by Greg Gerwig uh, is set parts of it around Christmas. It's always kind of viewed a bit as a kind of holiday-ish film. Uh, I really love it. I think it's fantastic. And, of course, the classic Tim Allen uh, vehicle, I guess, the Santa Claus, um, the classic Christmas movie to make people forget Tim Allen got arrested for cocaine uh, possession and distribution in, like, the late 80s. But, yeah, the Santa Claus, very fun movie. I don't really care about... Anything that came after... Other than the Santa Claus 2. The Santa Claus 2 is good. Santa Claus 3 is whatever. And I have not watched the TV series that's come out, so I don't know what to think about that.
0: You said Tim Allen was arrested for all those things in the 80s. Yeah. That was just regular 80s activity. I don't know why he was arrested. That was just there every day.
1: Well, that's... (laughs) That's the reason why he's not still in jail. Well, the reason he's not in jail is because he... um, snitched on his co-conspirators but anyway that's a whole story for another co
0: or his co-conspirators both lovely
1: um see cooper finds drugs lovely yeah can i find those people please they're probably still in jail uh my kind of half one for honorable mentions for christmas is just doctor who christmas specials generally uh as Mum mentioned in last week's episode, I've been eagerly watching all of the new Doctor Who 60th anniversary specials. Cooper's watched two of them.
0: I've watched Doctor Who for the first time ever.
1: Yes, he has. He's very confused by most of it, which is the correct response to watching Doctor Who. I'm not confused by Neil Patrick Harris. No, that's that's the one thing Nine. that's not confusing. Um, but yeah, Doctor Who Christmas specials, there's another one coming out in... Like, less than a week's time now at Christmas. What are you gesticulating about, Cooper?
0: I only have one
1: question. What? Why didn't you audition
0: for Neil Patrick Harris's role?
1: Well, A, because there was no auditions for that role. They just Uh-oh. gave it to Neil Patrick Harris. Well, and good B, call on their behalf. B, because I don't have a high enough profile to do that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, you're right. You don't have a profile.
1: Yeah, I'm too busy doing this bloody show with you. And with that, the show is over. So I'm no longer going to be doing this show with you. I'm going to go and try and audition for Doctor Who. And
0: I'm going to go try audition for Top Gear.
1: There we go. We're both going to go Both solo. BBC shows. We're both going so to the BBC technically, headquarters.
0: Technically, we're going to be working together, but not.
1: Together, but not. The best way to work with you, Cooper. Um. <laughs> Ow, don't hit me. I said don't hit me. <laughs> You did it again. And <laughs> yeah, more. but
0: I'm. Um, I don't like
1: listening to you, so you know. Well, guess what? This is the end of you listening to me for a little while. Thank you very Whoa. much for listening to this Christmas yee-haw. special.
0: Yee-haw. I hadn't even
1: finished yet.
0: Oh, uh, the yeehaw just fitted there.
1: Right. So Christmas, filmic feelings, speak away, bruv. We'll see you next week for. Something, probably our December wrap up will probably be next week.
0: I just realized you should have sung a Christmas carol as we started this
1: episode. But we don't do that for filming feelings. That's a main show thing.
0: Well, let's get a main show out so you can actually sing.
1: God. Maybe one day soon. Until then, Maybe goodbye, one- lovely listeners. Ho, ho, oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 oh. It sounded oh, a bit like the count Merry from Christmas. It what? Sound, mine sounded a bit like the count from Sesame Street. Oh, 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 oh. One banana. Now,
0: you know what it sounded like? What? The first laugh from Doctor Who. Ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> it's seven from memory.
1: Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 Anyway, bye. Bye.